Abundance of love, abundance of grace, down to that cross, you took my place, oh God, you my ransom, my ransom, Abundant Life Christian Fellowship Church. Loving God, loving people. Now, here's Pastor Scott. So I hope you'll try to listen today on this Father's Day message. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 26, the Bible says, For you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. I want to preach to you this morning from a sermon titled, God is our Father if you're born again. Pray with me. God, thank you for sending your son to the cross to pay for our sins. Thank you, God, for holding no record of our sins against us. Thank you for freedom. Thank you for forgiveness. Thank you for your spirit. And I pray, God, that you would anoint me with your spirit to say the things that would honor you. God, I pray you'd give us ears to hear you today. Open our hearts and our minds is my prayer. and Teach us from your word by your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Say it again. If you, didn't, if, if, if you haven't been told yet today, happy Father's Day. Um, and I want to start off by saying this, and I hope everyone will listen and hear this part good. Because if you haven't tuned me out yet, the devil's going to want you to in a minute. So I want everybody to hear this part. Um, some of today's sermon might be hard for some of you to hear going to be hard for me to say it. I, I was asking the deacons and the elders this morning in my office when we gathered to pray that they would pray that God would help me. Uh, and, I, and I shared something with them because they know me a little bit better than some of y'all do. And people think that because I stand up for truth that I embrace conflict. I don't embrace, I hate confrontation. I hate conflict. It, 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 it does something to my internals, um, locks me up emotionally, and this is going to be a difficult sermon for me to preach, and I'm going to need your help. So if I wait long enough, y'all, preacher help is uh, look, look this way like you're awake and paying attention, grunt, groan, say amen, uh, which means I agree with that. I believe what you said is right um, because I believe that we need to deal with issues that impact our lives in a very real way. We don't gather together to have bless me parties. We don't gather together to have religious gatherings. We are real human beings living real lives, facing real problems, looking to a real God with a real word and real answers and solutions. And we got to deal with some things that sometimes... You ever have one of those meetings where you knew when dad got home it was going to be uncomfortable? Or mom, or, or, or the boss, listen, we're going to get through it. Uh, pray for me. Uh, I, I say we're going to get through it. Some, some of y'all, uh, I'm going to still be here when, when, when the final amen is said, and, and I hope you will be too. Because here's the reality. We live in a world where people don't freely exchange ideas anymore. The, the, the free dialogue, exchange of ideas is foundational to building a society but we've got a group of people now that if you say anything contrary to what their belief system is, they, they want to cuss you out, walk off, not, not, not be your friend anymore. 
It is amazing how many people have lost friends over ideologies and politics. Listen, believe whatever you want to believe. You don't have to believe what I believe. Believe what you believe, but check it with the Word of God because ultimately if you want to be the person that pleases God, we've got to follow His way. Amen? Amen. So I'm going to start off by saying this because we're going to be talking about men a lot today. And I don't want any feminazis, uh, excuse me, wonderful women. <laughs> I don't want anybody misunderstanding what I have to say today. So let me, let me put this out there from my heart, and I hope you'll hear me. Women are just as valuable in this earth as men are. Women are just as valuable in God's kingdom as men are. Women are just as valuable in our society as men are. We, we should love everybody. Let me, let me go even a step further. Gay people are human beings that have a life and value and worth and should be loved um, and cared for in this world. Trans people are human beings with value. Uh, every background, whatever someone claims for, for their, own, their own life, they are human beings that deserve love, value, and compassion. Can three people say amen? Now listen, sometimes the, the truth's just the truth how? Anyhow. And we're going to look at some truth today that everybody is not going to readily embrace. But here's my challenge to you. Don't get up and walk out. Don't, don't pout like a three-year-old and take your ball and go play somewhere else. Sit back, listen, take Jot down some stuff. If I say something that you think is so ridiculous that you don't agree, write it down and let's talk. I'll buy you dinner anywhere that you want to go in North Florida from Capitol Grill to McDonald's. Well, let, let me say from Capitol Grill to Burger King. Because now, now cause, because if you haven't noticed, Burger King is hot garbage. I said it how I felt it. Have you tried to eat at a Burger King lately? Let me get into the message. I'll be here all day. I want to start by saying there's an assault on men in this country. And I don't believe it's an accident. And I, and I, I don't believe that it, it, it's, it just so happens to be going on. I think it's an orchestrated, devious plot, a diabolical scheme of the devil to tear down Father God and his pattern and his plan for his universe. And if you haven't figured this out yet in life, I want you to consider it today. This world was created by God. Everything in this world exists because of God, and it's God's world. He gets to make the rules, and we get to be okay with it. Mm, y'all stiff on me. I set y'all up too hard. Um, listen, the, 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 it, I don't know how much of it you watch. I know Elder Keon, who does a fantastic job teaching our youth and, and, and standing in the gap between uh, God and culture and bringing truth to people in a way that, that they can see what God wants for their life. But this assault on men is so prevalent. He, he, he was sharing with us this morning how we just... Christians are steeped in the culture of this world more so than church people ever have been. 
Your great-grandmother didn't know who was top five on the Billboard charts 60 years ago, and she didn't care. She didn't care what the number one show on TV was. She couldn't name five stand-up comedians, and your grandfather couldn't name ten quarterbacks in the NFL. But we live in a world where all the information is right there in our face, and that's why it's important for Christians to stand up and teach the truth. There's so much falsehood masquerading around as news or information in the world today, and it's impossible to escape it unless you live under a rock, and if you do, good for you. If you don't have a television, if you don't have an Internet connection, if you don't look on your phone uh, other than if it rings, then you probably have protected your mind from a lot of foolishness. But I want to expose some things today that are anti-Christian by design to try to destroy God's kingdom. It's wild. We, we, got, we got women out there going to colleges claiming that all the men in the administration and every man on campus supports rape culture. Anybody ever heard these people talk about rape culture? They, they say it like every man on a college campus is there to rape them. Listen, if you are a woman that lives in her feelings, let me, let me just say this. Let me speak on behalf of men because I am one. Every man ain't trying to rape you. Every man ain't even trying to buy you McDonald's. I mean, I thank God. I don't know if you've had to deal with this or you've seen this, Elder, because you know I don't go to a gym, but you can't stay out of a gym. That's good for you. Um, you got, I don't know if y'all seen these videos. If a man walks across the gym to get some water and he just glances over at a woman, y'all seen these women slam weights down and scream, Stop looking at me! You're objectifying! You in there with a sports bra on, all your business hanging out, and you want to feel victimized by men? Mm, I told y'all, it's going to get stiff, but it's going to get good. There are people out there. We've got people who used to be in this church who grew up here from children baptized in this church, putting foolishness on their social media. Fight the patriarchy. Destroy it. Burn it to the ground. I'm like, okay, patriarchy. Do you realize patriarchy is a word that you almost never heard in this country before 10 years ago? People didn't talk about, oh, the evil of the patriarchy. But now we've got all these people fight the patriarchy as if all men are evil. And let me tell you something. When people talk about, well, men just do this, 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 they're talking about the smallest percent of men on the planet. Let me say this to the men, the young people, and the women in the room. The majority of men in this country get up every day and go to work, and they sweat, and they break their backs because they love their family, and they go out and they do it for women and for children. And we got all these people out there saying, men, men ain't this, and men ain't that, and men are the problem, fight the patriarchy. Uh, we're, we're in the midst of a generation, and now going into a second generation, of mothers that have raised their daughters. And some of y'all have said this to your daughters, and listen, if it's the truth and you like it, say amen. If it's the truth and it hurts you, anybody know what to say? Just say ouch. Because some of you have, listen, we all got problems. I got plenty of my own. I'm a work in progress. Uh, yours, yours, mine, or mine, but we got women out there telling their daughters, don't you ever depend on a man. 
You go out there and get your education. You go out there and get your, you buy your own bag. You better never put yourself in a place. Listen, just because you picked a trashy man, just because you decided to get with a hood rat, just because you decided to get with a, a fifth baby daddy, just because you decided to, to lay down with some dude that wasn't worth your time, that doesn't mean every man on the planet should be penalized in your mind. Stop teaching girls that they don't need men because God created man and woman and put them together. Mm. I saw, I saw uh, a podcast. They had 10, 10 women on the panel, and they all agreed with this. And it's hard to get people to agree on anything in 2023, but they all agreed on this. There is nothing that they need from men in this country, and the world would be better off without men. Let me say, that's the point I was about to make. Let, let, let's run that through the natural course. Let's just take all the men off the planet right now. All of society will cease to exist in less than 100 years. Everybody be dead. Let's take all the straight people out of society right now. People think that the patriarchy, ooh, these evil, conservative, Christian, evangelical, Bible. Let's take all, all of them off the planet and, and I, let's give all of America to the LGBTQPIA++ activist GXY, all, any letter you want to throw in there. Let's give them California, Texas, and, and Georgia. Move everybody up and see how many people are living in California, Texas, or Georgia 100 years from now. I told y'all. Y'all going to get stiff on me. I know it. This world needs men. That's why God put them here. This world needs women. That's why God put them here. This world does not need delusional people operating in mental illness, thinking that they're pink dinosaurs and, and, per, and, 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 and purple elephants and anything else they want to be. Every edition of the big red book, the doctors call it, the physician's desk reference, lists gender dysphoria as a mental illness. And there are people out there that have mental Listen, mental illness runs in my family. Everybody in my family has dealt with uh, chronic depression at some point in their lifetime. Suicidal, a lot, I mean, it's, it's just there. It doesn't make someone bad because they have mental illness. It doesn't make someone bad if they have leukemia. There are a lot of people out there that feel like they're the wrong gender inside their body, but that doesn't make what they think true. If your four-year-old says, Mommy, I'm a dinosaur, and you say, Yes, you are, Bubba. You are a dinosaur. And, and that, that's okay for five minutes. But if it comes time to eat, and, it's like, and the four-year-old says, Throw the food in the backyard, and I'll cry. No, we're not doing all that. Snap to, you're, you're, you're a person, you're, you're not a dinosaur. It, 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 it's not helpful to tell people that are under a false uh, idea that what they believe is okay. If you've got a schizophrenic uncle who thinks that aliens attack his bedroom every night, you, you're not helping him by saying, okay, Uncle Joe, let's tape up all the windows now because the aliens are coming. That's just mean. 
You, you, you don't help someone overcome mental illness by playing into their mental illness. You got to tell that four-year-old, okay, take, take your outfit off. It's not Halloween anymore, and you're not a dinosaur. You're a little boy. Now go, go bathe and, and, and act like a person. But in today's world, oh, you hate me. Listen, I can disagree with you without hating you. I can have a different idea with, with uh, oh, your words are violence. Words aren't violent. I, I could show you some. I tell you what, if you want to see some violence, I'll get Deacon West to uh, power slam you on the concrete uh, before you leave today. <laughs> Terry said, don't do that. Well, he's ready. He's able. Uh, that would be violence. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you what. Uh, Malachi, I brag on him all the time. Great, great young man. He has probably been exposed to some of his father's words in his lifetime. You agree with that? He couldn't live through very much of his father's violence. Mm. Uh, it's not hate to disagree with someone. We've lost our way as a country. We've yielded to a group of radical nut jobs who want to say crazy, wild, ridiculous stuff. Your silence is violent. How can my silence be violence? I'm not promoting violence against anybody. I think all human beings have worth and dignity and should receive love and compassion and help. But I'm not going to play into mental illness. We got, we, we got to get some things under control. I, I hope, man, if you live without TV, without Internet, if, if you're completely untouched by this culture, then, then you're probably better off for it because there's some wild stuff going on in America today. The world is laughing at us. There, there is no other country on the planet that is putting maxi pads in junior high school boys' bathrooms in public schools around. No, they're, they're hysterically laughing at us because... Listen, they don't even call them feminine hygiene products anymore at the school board level. They're, 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 they call them menstruating products. And they say that you have to put them in the boys' bathrooms too because we don't want to disenfranchise, another made-up word, we don't want to disenfranchise uh, the boys who menstruate. Newsflash for you. Boys don't menstruate. Economic lesson for you. You're wasting money on those maxi pads. There's whole states that are filling up junior high school boys' bathrooms with with feminine hygiene products. And listen, that's not going to help the disenfranchised little boys who should feel free to menstruate too because there aren't any of those. They don't exist. But I'll tell you, economically, it's going to waste a lot of taxpayers' money, and it's, it's going to be the bane of the janitor's existence because I've been a junior high school boy, and if we had a 1,000 uh, uh, maxi pads in the boys' bath, look, look at good little sweet, decent Malachi back there. He's already he's, he's plastering them on the walls. He's putting them on the mirrors. Uh, we've you shoving them down the toilet. But we don't want to... Well, we can't. We can't make. Think of all the boys that menstruate. Why would we supply products for the girls that menstruate? Because there are. Hear me, good. There are 
no boys that menstruate. Now, do you know what I've said is enough to cause half of this country to want to shoot me already and I ain't even got started? Some of y'all are so mad right now you hadn't walked out yet, but you're planning on it. Listen, and let's try to come to an agreement. Women raising their daughters, don't you ever depend on a man. How are they going to give you grandbabies if they don't depend on a man? Or you just want her to, to, to lay down with five different men to get you some grandbabies? It's not God's way. When, on that panel I watched, they, they were talking about how great the world would be, and they listed every problem can be traced back to men, and under a matriarchy, we, we would just have peace, love, and joy. Do you, do you know what men... Men go to war over power, money, and women. Read history books and, and, and find that out. But so let, let's talk for a minute. I'm going to talk for a minute about the great matriarchal societies in the history of the world, going all the way back to Adam and Eve. How many do you think, I mean, because if we talk about empires, you think about the Roman Empire, patriarchy. Byzantine patriarchy, mongrels, pay, we, we, but let, let's, let's talk about uh, all the number of great matriarchal societies that held power in the world uh, from the time of Adam and Eve. Anybody want to guess how many there have been? Zero. Because that's not what God put women on the planet to do. God didn't put women on this planet to, to go out there and, and be dragon slayers, mountain climbers. That's the man's job. That's so bigoted. You're just, you're, you're just a misogynist. I'm not a misogynist. I love women. My, my mama's a woman. She's in the room right now. I love my sister more than anybody alive. She's a woman. I got no problem with that. What I've got a problem is, is when Christian people allow the indoctrination of the world to cause them to believe things that are against God. You, you need to read history books. Okay, well, let's just go to the Encyclopedia Britannica. This is what Encyclopedia Britannica says about matriarchies and patriarchies. The consensus among modern anthropologists and sociologists is that while many cultures bestow power preferentially on one sex or the other, matriarchal societies in the original evolutionary sense have never existed. The things that are being promoted by pop culture today, they're not even real. Boys menstruating, women running the world. This, 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 there's no evidence for this type of, well, it'd be a better place. The reason why you believe that, the reason why people embrace that, the reason why the devil is so bent on indoctrinating young people into this type of lie is because it goes against the fatherhood of God. And when you attack men in society, you attack the creator of all human beings who identifies as a father and not a mother. It's anti-Christian and it's anti-God. Say it again for those in the back that didn't hear it the first time. Women are just as valuable as men. I believe that with every fabric of my being. In ministry, outside of ministry. In government, in, 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 every, in every facet of life, women 
are just a value. They have the same value as men have. But men and women have different psychological makeups and different physical makeups. I don't know if you, you mentioned Matt Walsh in the office. I don't know if you saw Matt Walsh asking that woman, uh, what, what if Floyd Mayweather wanted to, uh, in that What is a Woman documentary, what if Floyd Mayweather wanted to spend 12 months, because that's all it takes, spend 12 months, uh, take some testosterone-reducing hormones, and go fight in the women's division. Uh, and, and she was like, oh, that'd be fantastic. He could live his true self as a woman. He wouldn't be his true self as a woman. And does anybody have any idea what the greatest pound-for-pound boxer in the history of the world would do to a woman that fit inside his weight class? Don't get mad at me, Sarah. (laughs) I'm just messing with you. Uh, And don't beat your dad up. You don't see women trying to be men to go dominate men's sports. This movement that we're under right now, one of the most hotly debated topics in American culture and in in our capital among our politicians, is should we allow biological men to compete against women in sports? And the brainwashing is beyond compare. If they would have done this to destiny, where's Kyronda? She's not here today. Um. When Kyronda, uh, Destiny was younger, she actually went to the Junior Olympic Trials. And she's a great track star, a very, very athletic. Um, if it would have happened to her what happened to that girl in Iowa, she went to state as a freshman in two different events running track. Didn't win it all. But as a junior, she won every race her whole junior year, or as a sophomore, every race her whole sophomore year, went to state. One state in two different events. Junior, same thing. Undefeated all year long. Went to state, one state. Her senior year, Jamal and Jaquan, not making this up, six foot five and six foot seven wide receivers off the varsity football team decided they wanted to live their true and authentic self. So guess what Jamal and Jaquan did? They said, we feel like we're girls. We want to run on girls' track. Can we run on girls' track? Well, guess what happened when six foot seven uh, Jaquan got out there and ran against girls? And here's what these nut jobs say to in, in, in Washington, D.C. Well, there's no advantage that boy has over them. It's, it's, it's a race. The girls have just as good a chance of That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Men and women have different physical. Men have larger lung capacity. Men men have denser bone structure. Men have greater muscularity. We are different. And if you can't see that, then you argue against the creator God who made us different. This is all a plot by the enemy to try to pull us away from the traditional family, from traditional roles, and from the, the, the God of the Bible. You say, well, how are we different? <laughs> Our president said this a couple years ago. Uh, president Biden said, a woman can do anything a man can do and probably do it better. 
Do you know how cowardly, backwards, and simpish that is? A woman can't know. She can't. And a man can't do everything a woman can do. God wouldn't have made a man and a woman if, if they were the same and could do everything. Listen, the only person that can give birth to children is a woman. Common sense, yeah? Not in America. <laughs> no. We can't even define what a woman is in America. Go, go home. Go to, you, go to YouTube. Go, go to Google. Yeah, what, what is a woman? Well, that's a complex question to answer, and there's so many different variables. No, there's not. It's on your birth certificate. You, you, can, you can support all the foolish anti-God behavior you want to, but at the end of the day, if a person identifies as this, that, and the other thing, when you bury them, put them in a box, drop them in the ground, a hundred years from now, anthropologists could dig them up and tell you whether they were a boy or a girl. Don't even have to ask them. Well, we can't say if this was a man or a woman because, you know, they're deceased and they can't tell us how they identify. Listen, if I identify as six foot five, does that make me six foot five? Listen, if you identify as a multimillionaire, does that make you a multimillionaire? Go to the bank and tell them. Just go to the bank and fill out a withdrawal slip for $22 million. They'll look at you like you're crazy. By the way, don't ever go to a bank and try to take out large sums of money. I, I needed to take out $100,000 in cash one time to make a business transaction. It took the bank three days before they'd let me come in. They had to get the money. And then it took them four hours to count it all out because they couldn't get an agreement on, the, on the paid people. And anyway, um, <laughs> what you identify as, I guarantee you this, you can tell them all day long, I identify as someone that has $22 million in the bank, and I want my money right now. Uh, what's your account number? Uh, you're a little short of $22 million. $3.17. Would you like that in coins or pennies? How do you want to take it? Roll them out. You want three ones? You want a one and a bunch of quarters? What you identify as and what the reality is are lines that are being blurred in our society today, and it is very important. You say, well, what are men better at? Uh, manual labor, for one. Well, a woman can do Well, okay. Well, let's fight for that. Let's, fi let's fight for equality. I, I, I see there's a lot of fight for equality in America for CEO positions and high-paid positions. Where, where's the fight for equality for roofers in Florida? If we want equity, shouldn't we have 50% of all Florida roofers be female in, in the name of fairness? What about the people that built the roads? You think that was men or women? What about when you get potholes in your road and somebody's got to come out there and, and pull the handle and drop hot tar on the ground and spill it all over their boots? You think that's going to be why, why don't we just, why, why aren't we battling for equality? Because we don't want equality, we want importance. Let me keep going. I'm going to get out of here and let y'all go. Men, men got some things they're good at. Women are unique by design from God. They are better than men at lots of things, and men are better than women at lots of things. And I'm a, I want you to know this. If you don't hear anything I say, hear this well. Because the God of this book, the God who created the universe, made a man 
the way a man's supposed to be and a woman the way a woman's supposed to be, and there's logic and there's order to it. In this chaos that we're living through right now, can, can a man get pregnant? Some of y'all are thinking, well, if he wants to. <laughs> kind of nut I, I mean, you're like the Sam Elliott meme. How many, how many of y'all have seen that Sam Elliott meme? You're a special kind of stupid, ain't you? Pastor, nobody believes that. You're out of your mind. You never, you never even watched the, the news. You, 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 you've never even looked into it. I, 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 I'm, I wrote this down because I knew this was going to be a hard message to preach. And I want you to see it. It's not my opinion. On Healthline.com, a, 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 a website that deals with medical stuff and medical professionals all the time, the article was, can men get pregnant? Is it possible? What's the next word? That'll burn that whole website to the ground. But do you know that there, there are a growing number of people in this country? Well, what about intersex men? What about hermaphrodites? What about, listen, when you want to talk about the tiniest subsection of a subsection to make a major point, you have a fallacious argument. We're not, we're not talking about microscopic examples. Men cannot get pregnant it says yes it is possible for men to become pregnant and to give birth to children of their own this is what's being taught to your children in school this is what people are we are going to see every election for the rest of our country's history unless the church falls in love with jesus and creates a revolution against pop culture we're going to see every election in this country decided by idiots that can't determine whether or not a man can give birth to a baby Ooh, I want to go to baby work. You, you walk up and and you 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 see uh, a, a man and a woman with with a baby. Ooh, that's baby's so pretty. Which one of y'all had her? <laughs> Absolutely. But a doctor assigns it when he checks. That's what they're talking about. He assigns it on the birth certificate. Birth determines your sex for sure. And all they have to do is look. They don't get that. Are you a boy or a girl? Do you feel like a boy? No. They're like, girl. In fact, it's probably a lot more common than you might think. Men giving birth to children of their own is a lot more. What chance does America have embracing this level of, they are laughing at us around the world. No other society believes in this stuff because other societies are unwilling to placate the mental disaster of idiots. Happens a lot more than you might think. No, it doesn't. In order to explain, we'll need to break down some common misconceptions about how we understand the term man. We ain't no common misconception. Watch this. Woman, man, man, woman, man, man, woman, 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 man, woman, man, woman, man, woman, man, man, woman, woman, man, woman, woman, man. I can do this all day. Don't make me psychic. 
Well, how can you know how they identify? I don't care how they identify. The truth's the truth anyhow. My name is Scott. It says so on my birth certificate. If you say, well, if, if I tell y'all, you know what? I just woke up this morning and I felt like Steve. Is that your name? No, but I, I feel that way on the inside, so I'd, I'd prefer you call me Steve. Matter of fact, I don't feel like Steve anymore. I feel like Joe. Just call me Joe. No, I don't feel like Joe anymore. I, I feel like the grand, most high, and glorious potentate of all the earth. That's how, that's, those are my pronouns. Does that mean you have to go around calling me the grand poobah and most glorious hive? In, no. It's, this is all ridiculousness. But this is what's being taught to our young people. And it's an American problem. Common misconceptions about how we understand the term man. Not all people who were assigned male at birth identify as men. Now, that's true. That, that's the only piece in this whole paragraph that's true. There are people who were, to make his point, born a man or some doctor check man on the male on the box um, and they don't identify that way listen <laughs> what if I identify as black how'd that work out for Rachel Dolezal didn't work out good for her what if I identify as a black lesbian BLM wouldn't embrace me for that because their founders are all black lesbians identifying as something, okay, Jessica's a real estate person. How's real estate treating you? You want to buy a house, sell a house, talk to Jessica. The Bible says you ought to do good to all people, but especially to those in the household of faith. Uh, we, have, we have a quality, professional, real estate person right here in our own church. She's been here for 15 years, faithful. Uh, she honest. Uh, go see her for your real estate needs. If you just have questions about the market, she's, she's up on all of that. If I told her, well, I'm a real estate professional too. And you said, well, did you go to class for it? Did you get a license for it? Have you, have you worked under anybody? Have you? No, I just feel like I'm, I'm, I'm a real estate person. <laughs> right? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, I identify as a heart surgeon. I'm going to walk up into the Mayo Clinic tomorrow and I'm going to say, uh, Dr. Becker here, I uh, understand we got a patient today looking for a uh, quadruple bypass. I'm, I'm here to perform that. Uh, do, does me identifying as a heart surgeon make me a heart surgeon? You say that so quickly. Why can't we say the same thing about people who identify as 87? It was in the 70s. Now it's in the 80s. It'll be in 100 by the time the sun goes down. 80 plus genders in America today. Male, female, non-binary, asexual, polyamorous. Uh, it's on everything you want to call yourself, but it doesn't make it true, and it's all a drastic attempt to pull people away from the truth of this book. God created male and female, and there is nothing else. If you feel that there's something else, that's like me saying, I just, I just feel like my whole body's on fire. I may be having, you know, some, some, you know, changes in my, but it doesn't mean my body's on fire. Let me keep moving. <laughs> Healthline.com. That'd be the last time I go there. 
And you might be thinking, this, why, why are you, this doesn't sound Christian to me. What does this have to do with God and Christianity? You may wonder why as Christians we should even be concerned about any of this. Listen to 1 Chronicles 12, 32. This is so important. The sons of Issachar, who had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do, their chiefs were 200, and all their brethren were at their command. Well, I see a couple of interesting things there. Ooh, patriarchy. Yeah, that's, that's God's establishment right there. Men have roles, women have roles. Uh, but the, the point I want you to see is these people were applauded by God, commended by God, because they saw what was going on around them, and they understood what should be done as a result of it. Now, there's a lot of people who have said that the man of God should preach with a Bible in one hand and the newspaper in the other. And, and they're talking about in this concept. The newspaper is not as valuable as the Bible, amen? But what's going on in society should be being addressed in churches. You're like, well, I don't come to church to hear about societal issues. I don't think we should, we, I think we should just talk straight theology and hermeneutics. Uh, no, I'm just not agreeing with your cause right now. Because if it was your cause, how many of y'all know in uh, black churches all across America, social justice is a big topic from the pulpit? Anybody understand that much about life? How many, how many of y'all know come election time, they got every politician coming, coming into Bethel uh, telling them what we're going to do for the black, and just uh, and nobody says, well, he shouldn't be preaching about black issues. He should be preaching about theology and hermeneutics. No, it, you want him to preach about your pet topic, but we need to understand the times. We need to understand what's going on. We need to understand what's happening to the world we live in, and we need to know what to do about it. it, it the things that I see going on, in our world today, it, it's just like everything's on its head. What type of educators, these, these, are, these are professors in college that are telling people that you can be a woman if you want to today and be a man tomorrow. Gender is fluid. It's on a spectrum. No, masculinity and femininity is on a spectrum. You can be a feminine man, but you're still a man. You can be a masculine woman, but you're still a woman. And nobody needs to ask you any questions about that. A DNA test or just a look at you naked would tell the whole story. Mm, I knew y'all were going to be stiff on me today. Genesis 127. Here is God's design. God created man in his own image. Now, I told you many times when you read the Bible and it uses the word man or sons, it's not always being gender specific. It was, a, it, was just, it was just a part of that current language. When it says man, sometimes it's talking about the, 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 the biological man. But the majority of times it's talking about humans. When, when the Bible says that we are the sons of God, how, how, how many women know if you're born again, you're part of that crowd? I don't like that part. Okay, well, I'm an equal opportunity uh, offender. Let me tell you this. If you're a man in this room and you're saved, you're part of the bride of Christ, and you want to marry Jesus. <laughs> God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God 
created he him. Male and female created he them. Verse 28 says, and God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea and the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. This is the original design of man. There's a biblical principle called the law of first mention where if you want to understand what God thinks about any topic, go to the first place in the Bible it was mentioned. That's when it sets the definition for all of eternity of what God thinks about a particular subject. And this is God's plan to put men and women on the earth to bless them because here's the reality. What, what two dudes do you know that can be fruitful and multiply? I'll wait. What two trans people do you know that, that can multiply? This just doesn't exist. This is all, this is all foolishness. And he, but here's the reality. Great messaging on their part because psychologists have already told us if you hear, if you hear something repeated seven times, you'll start believing it no matter how foolish it is. You just got to hear it enough. Listen, we got people, you, you, I'll, I'll give you a very natural example, Florida. You know why some people won't move to Florida? Oh, I can't live in Florida. They got gators. I'm just scared of alligators. I tell people uh, that say that, I'm like, you could live in Florida your whole life. If you don't live on a golf course and you don't go traipsing through the woods, you probably never see an alligator your whole life. And it, nobody in this room saw an alligator every day this month. And we live here. Oh, I couldn't. Oh, you're brave. You live, you live in Jacksonville, Florida. Aren't you scared of the hurricanes? Uh, uh, which hurricanes would those be? The fact we ain't had one in 59 years, I think would be. Uh, but if you hear something enough, people begin to believe it. God created men and women. Hear me, hear me again. They're both equally important. They both have the same value, but they are unique in their creation. And women who want to be men and, and men who want to be women, you are depriving yourself of your uniqueness. We are destroying women's sports by allowing men, the, the most notable one, Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas, uh, a man who was the 479th best swimmer in men's college, that's, that's not that notable. Not top, one, not top 10, not top 100, not top 300. Top 479, broke, but top 500, was the fifth best swimmer on his own team. Throws on a skirt, swims in a pool with women, number one female swimmer in the world. This really how we want to treat our girls, our daughters? We want to raise daughters to compete against biological men when, and, and brainwash our daughters when Jaquan... That girl I mentioned earlier and didn't finish the story, she had won everything as a sophomore, as, as, as a junior. Her senior year, she did not win one single race all year long. This girl had her pick of colleges. And listen, college recruiters don't dig into the story. They just look at the stats. They don't have time to examine your situation. They, they didn't have time to understand that she lost because, you know, Jaquan decided to run against a girl. She lost every race that year. It blew her her future as a scholarship college athlete didn't even go to state. And when you go to state as, as uh, an underclassman, you ought to go all four years. She didn't. And guess what she said when they put the camera in front of her? 
how do you feel coming off such great success in your first three years in high school and now you've completed your senior year and you lost every race? And here's what she said, and she said it because you're brainwashed by pop culture. I'm just so proud of my teammates. Javon and Jay Con, I just, I'm just so, they're so courageous and they're living their authentic selves, and I applaud them, and I think they're heroes, and they're the bravest uh, women I've ever met, and I'm just proud to call them my sisters. Can we call horse hockey on that? You really think that's how you would feel if you were in that girl's shoes? Or you'd be like, hey, six, seven grown men ought not to be racing against five-foot-tall women. Or six-foot-seven tall women. God created man and woman, and they're both equally important but different. Why is this happening? Why, 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 Why is politicians and pop culture trying to convince and it's only flies in America because the rest of the world's laughing at it. Uh, you, you, you think they'd believe this in Africa? You, you honestly think that, they, that if, if one of their politicians stood up and said that men can have babies in Africa, they'd laugh that dude out of the room. But it's what they're trying to convince us. You can be anything you want to be, but I want to remind you, it's all an attack on the fatherhood of God. We've got to be against men because God calls himself a father. Pop culture's got to be against the patriarchy because God established the patriarchy. And if you don't believe that, you don't have to go any further than Father Abraham, who is the patriarch of all three major religions on this planet, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. It's an attack on the fatherhood of God. Back to our Galatians 3.26. You are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Here's the great reality. We are not the children of God because we all agree on societal issues. Aren't you happy for that? We're not, the, we're not all the children of God because we have the same doctrinal views on everything and the same political ideology on everything. Those are not the things that make us the children of God. What makes us the children of God is faith in Christ Jesus. I love Elder Jimmy Rich. I think he's a reasonably smart person. His son like that. There are very few people that I've ever loved. You, you know I love your mom. You, you believe that? No doubt. Got a picture of her. I look, I look, I look at her picture every day. I, I, thank, I, thank God. I thank God that she lived when she fell over in the school in Lake Asbury. I thank God. For, for the time I got to spend with her uh, on, on this planet. But I'm going to tell you something. She brainwashed this reasonably intelligent young man or old man. Um, laugh at that, too, because that's funny. Um, she brainwashed him. He literally believes the Chicago Cubs are a great baseball organization. And they're not. You can brainwash people to believe anything. <laughs> they are doing their best. And every brainwashed sports fan, whether they're the Jacksonville Jaguars or whatever team you pull for, they all, that's the thing about sports. It's eternal optimism because all Cubs fans live under the same mantra. Wait till next year. It's going to be our year. It's going to be our year. 
We are living in a world where it's okay to disagree. I think he's, I think he's pretty smart. I, I trust him with my life. I don't trust him to pick a quality baseball team, but it's not his fault. He was brainwashed. But it's not his theory on whether or not the Chicago Cubs could even stack the bats of the Atlanta Braves in proper order that make us one in Christ. It's not our love for baseball that make us one in Christ. It's not our similarities of personality that make us one in Christ. We are the children of God through faith in Christ, not by who your favorite politician is. I don't care if you like Donald Trump or Joe Biden. Hear me good. I don't like any of them. And I'm on record with that. They're all professional wrestlers to me. I learned that lesson hard in Jacksonville. I, I learned uh, I, one night I stayed around every Thursday night uh, wrestling, championship wrestling for Florida with Gordon Soley and the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. The American Dream, they came to Jacksonville every Thursday night in my childhood. And I was there, and we would leave uh, the, the, the Coliseum, and we would get on the brick wall that looked down on the parking lot. And Black Jack Mulligan and Dusty Rhodes had a feud going on, and it was epic. It was good guy versus bad guy. At 15 years old, my heart was crushed. Number one, because Dusty Rhodes drove a Chevy, and I'm a Ford guy. But number two, because they walked across the parking lot laughing and joking with each other, and they got in the same truck and rode off together. I thought, they're not enemies. It's a scam. This whole thing's a scam. This whole thing is a setup. Newsflash. Politicians, it don't matter if you're a Bush or an Obama. They all got a house on Martha's Vineyard. It don't matter if you're the grand poopah of the, the Ku Klux Klan. Or if you are Patrice Colliers, the founder of Black Lives Matters, they both own homes in expensive neighborhoods that are 99.9% all white. How can you believe anything these people say? If I tell you I'm down for the cause, I'm, I'm, I'm about this cause, but I don't live my life inside that cause, you'd realize it's a scam. And all these politicians send their kids to the same private schools, the same Ivy League schools. They all graduated from the same institutions. They all have a very similar ideology, and they only have one goal in life, and that's re-election. So if you ever wondered what I thought about politics, there you have it. I think, I think they're all just saying what they think will get them re-elected. Let me wrap this up and say God uses women in leadership a lot. Many times in the Bible, preachers, prophets, powerful, military, all kinds of stuff. Those were the exceptions. That's not, that's not the general order of the life of a woman. Of a woman. And I, I came to tell you today, men, hear me good on Father's Day. Men need to be men. Men not being men has ruined America. Men not stepping up and doing their job has ruined America. Men not being fathers but sperm donors has ruined America. A anybody can participate in making a baby, but a man sticks around to raise a baby. 
I wish I had five people that agreed with me today. Y'all going to make this last longer than it needs to. Men need to be men and women need to be women. And I get it, women. Some, some of y'all have had to take on more masculine roles in your life because men did you wrong. Men let you down. So I'll say it again. Men not doing their job have put America in the dangerous position we are in right now. And Christian men ought to be men of character, men of integrity, men of their word. They ought to be men who take care of society. They ought to be men who take care of their wives and their children and stop running out on family. They need to stick around and do the job that God put them on the planet to do. It's all an attack on God's design, divine order and authority. God decides, to, to your point, it's not an assignment. God decides if you have a little boy or a little girl. God said, I, I know you in, your, in the womb. I got a plan for you, a destiny for you. God's not sitting up there scratching his head. I wonder if this little boy I created is going to identify as a girl. No, God knows he's making boys or he's making girls, and that's, that's the two options that there are. And to try to be anything other than what God made you is anti-Christian. In Isaiah 14, 12, I want you to hear this, this, little, this, this little brief section of Scripture that talks about what got the devil in trouble. Because the devil was the worship leader in heaven. The devil was the anointed cherub that covered. The devil had a high position in God's hierarchy of angels. And in verse 12, it says, How are you fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How are you cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations? For you have said in your heart, and this is the crux of it all, and I'm done. Get this and you'll have it. I will ascend to heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest side of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. The devil wasn't happy that God was in charge. So he decided, I need to be in charge. I need to make the... Listen, create a planet and everything inside it and you can rule over it. But until then, it's God's to do what he wants to do with it. And this is what got the devil in trouble. What? Resisting God's order. Anti-authority. Defund the police. Do you know, listen, hear me good. That is only a ridiculous, nutjob, mentally ill bunch of white elitists that want police to be taken off the streets. Because I guarantee you this, there ain't no grandmother on the south side of Chicago that doesn't want anybody to answer 911 when she calls. <laughs> Defund the police. How do we even get these ideas? It's like, let's think of the dumbest thing we can think of. Oh, here's a good one. Men can have babies. Oh, here's a better one. Black people don't want police in their neighborhoods. The ones I know do. Because when you, when you mess around and do something stupid, Karen, they need to call somebody on you. The devil doesn't want to be submissive to God, so he brings up all these lies. You can be anything you want. You're your own God. God is whatever you want him to be. Even AA, great program, helped a lot of people. But let me tell you, God's a creator. The devil's an imitator. What God wants to use for his glory, the devil wants to twist the story and create his own narrative. And AA has helped a lot of people get off drug, or off alcohol. But the fallacy is the, the switch, because they claim to be a, a religious organization. 
because you have to believe in a higher power. Listen, believe in higher power, you go to hell forever. God, God never intended to be one of the many higher powers. AA teaches proudly. Your, your higher power can be anything. I, I, I knew a guy carried a rock in his pocket, and he said that was his God. It kept him centered. His, his, whole, his, his whole existence was based on the stability of that rock he kept in. God is not a rock in your pocket. God is the creator of all there is, and he's sovereign all by himself. 1 Samuel 15, 23 says, Rebellion is as sinful as witchcraft, and stubbornness as bad as worshiping idols. So because you have rejected the command of the Lord, he has rejected you as king. I want you to understand, if you are rebellious against God's design, if you are rebellious against God's word, will, and way, then that is as sinful to God as witchcraft. If you are stubborn and you, I don't care what the Bible says, I know what I believe in my truth. All, all these my truth people, right there. Now, that's just stubbornness against the word of God. The truth is God's word. Jesus said that in John 17, 17. Thy word is truth. Well, that's not my truth. We're not the possessors of truth. God is. And in a world that despises God and being told what to do, the enemy wants to attack every principle of God. I'm going to cut through all this and be done with it. I got too much more to go. But I want you to know, men, we have got to do better. We have got to pray more. We have got to commune with God more. We got to get in this book more. And, and receive instruction from God. Get wisdom, get knowledge, get understanding. We need to be the men God created us to be and stop pushing off all hard decisions on women and children. Let, let, let women do what God created them to do. Well, I believe a woman can do anything a man can. Good, get a job as a roofer. I'll, 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 I'll pay for your belt and your hammer. You're stubborn. And you're rebellious against God's divine order. Does that mean that women, women sometimes don't have to step in? No, many times they have to step into it. But this is all a scheme to set us up to resist God's order. God has given us a great example of what a father is. And men, we need to be like him. Fathers are important. And we're living in a world of decreasing fatherhood. In 19... In the early 1960s, there was an article written by a man named Moynihan. It was the Moynihan re Report, and he, for the first time in, in large scale, chronicled the single-parent crisis impacting America. At that time in 1960, 25% uh, of African-American children were born to single-parent homes, and 8% of white children were born to single-parent homes. And he talked about the breakdown of family structure. Let me tell you one of the biggest things that creates a problem in, in a single-parent home, because a mother can raise a child great. I'd raised my kids by myself after their mom died. Um, it had been better to have two, not, not only because a woman can bring things that I can't bring. Now, my kids are going to have to learn nurturing. For, well, they, they got Dina for that. Uh, they have to learn nurturing and, and, and softness and femininity uh, from, from somebody else because I don't, I don't possess those characteristics and I don't identify that way. <laughs> but we've got to 
embrace the plan of God. We've got to get back to what God wants, and we've got to start following the divine order of the Lord, and it takes men. Fast forward 60 years after the Moynihan Report, now 75% of African-American children are born to single-parent homes. That's three times as many as in the 60s. And 25% of white children are born into single-family homes. That's more than three times eight. So both have continued on the same progression, less and less traditional families. Black Lives Matters, they finally took it down off their website uh, because they realized they were, they were losing some pull on it. The number one tenant on Black Lives Matter website was to uh, break down the traditional family and nor uh, gender normative roles. Read between the lines. That's anti-Christian. Who created men? Who created women? Who gave men the body parts and women the body I mean, this is all an attack on the fatherhood of God. All people have value. But God identified himself. We want to talk about identification. Nowhere in the Bible does it ever call God a woman. Nowhere in the Bible does it ever call Jesus a daughter. Nowhere in the Bible does it ever call God mother. But we've got churches, Unitarian churches. I need to look up that church of dude, uh, that dude is priest. Buddy of mine, I want to see what they got to say about all this. But nowhere do you, is God ever referenced in the feminine. Well, that's just not fair because I'm a woman, and I want my God to be a woman. Let me close by telling you this. I'm so glad my God's not white. I'm glad God's not five, nine, and a half, I think. Army says I'm 5'10", but I'm, I'm, I'm shrinking. Um, I'm glad God doesn't look like me because he's better than me. If God has to look like you for you to worship him, if, if you're white and your God has to be white for you to worship him, you just want to worship yourself. If you're a man and, and, and you, you think God has to be a man for you to be willing to worship him, you just want to worship yourself. If you're a woman and you want to view God through the feminine, uh, then you're just trying to worship yourself. You can read all the shack books you want to and you can listen to every liar out there but God is our Father. And Jesus told the world about his Father. And I hope that you'll embrace the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ as your Father. God created men and women. And we got to get back to being who God created us to be. Because here's the reality. We are below the mortality table right now. We're not having enough babies. To keep this country going. Why? Because you know, people are too busy trying to decide if they're a man or a woman. And, well, we don't want to bring children into this world because it's so bad. Uh, <laughs> you, you said something about being glad that you're, you're not uh, a, a young kid right now living in this world. They said the same thing a thousand years ago. My mama's mama said, Oh, these, I don't even know how these kids are going to be, you know, the world's so bad now. You got Elvis doing this on TV. They'll figure it out. Here's what I want every man to do. And you, you ought to do this, so I'll shut up and let us go. I want every man. And listen, I'll, I, will, I will be proud of you if you stay seated. 
I'm not going to ask you to come up front. Uh, yeah, I am. I want to pray for the men of our church. Because God put leadership on men. No woman in the world has a problem submitting to a good man. Women have been put in positions to try to have to submit to horrible men, and that doesn't work. But let me, let me say this, women. If, if, that's, if that's been your history, don't, don't, don't let it make you bitter. Get better. Understand God's ways are still the right ways. And here's the deal. If, if you've got a good, godly man in your life, it's easy to let him be in charge. Because do you know what a good, godly man does? He follows the book, and he loves his wife the way Christ loves the church, and he gives himself for it. And a real man always puts the woman and the children's needs above his own, gives them the best, and takes the less, because he's a man and he can shoulder it, and that's what God put us here to do. There's no room for Christian selfish men. There's no room for men who love their hobbies more than they love their children and their wives. There's no room in God's church for men who would rather sit in front of a television all day long instead of tell their wives how valuable and important they are and love on their children. And, it, and, and it, if you don't feel this, then, then you, everybody don't have to come. But, it, but if you say, I know God created me to be a man, and I want to be one of the men that helped bring a revolution of Christian principles back to this earth. Uh, we let the women come up. I wasn't going to do it for men, but then, I, you know, we let the women come up. Let's just prove equity. Um, Got to have that. Um, if, if you're a man and, and you, you'd say, I, I want to join my brothers in Christ, we're, we're going to pray together. Uh, we're going to pray, and then we're going to get out of here. I just want you to come up front right now. I want, I want the world I want all the powers that rage against us to see that there are still men that put God above everything else, that there are men in the world that still come to church. There are men in the world that embrace God's divine order for men. Y'all turn around and look. look I, I want them to see. Y'all are a good-looking bunch. Look at this. Look at this. This is, this is what America needs right here. This is what America needs. America needs red, yellow, black, and white men who would say, we're one in Christ. It needs red, yellow, black, and white men from all around the world to say, you know what? I'm ready to step up. Put me in the game, coach. I'm ready to swing the bat, and I'm ready to be the man that you created me to be. I love you guys. I respect you guys. I thank God for making you a, a man. He's got a mission for you. And there's things that we need to do to stand together in unity, to say we won't be divided on ideology. We won't be divided on gender identity. We won't be divided on Republican and Democrat. We won't be divided on skin color, which is just basic melanin. We won't be divided on issues um, that separate. But we will be what God said. We are the children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. And if your faith is in Jesus Christ, then you are my brother, and I am your brother. We are family, and we need to love each other. Hear me good. In spite of our differences, I know, I know there are men around here right now. You disagree with a lot of stuff I said, but I admire and respect you for coming up here and saying, we can, dis we can set our disagreements aside, and we can say God wants men to be men. Bow your heads and pray with me. God, thank you so much.
for being our father. God, on this Father's Day, I thank you for filling this church with men. I thank you for these men who have come that have a desire to be the men that you created them to be. And I ask you now, God, to anoint them for your purpose. I ask you now, God, to anoint them to be and to do all that you've called them to be and to do. We love you, God. We stand together in unity today, not just as men, but as men who believe that Jesus Christ died for us, was buried, and rose again on the third day. We love you, and we desire to serve you even more. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the AOCF Sound Doctrine Podcast. And visit us on the web at aocfnow.org. Your financial support for this ministry allows us to share the gospel around the world. Your support is greatly appreciated. If you would like to give a donation, please go to aocfnow.org. Abundant Life Christian Fellowship Church. Loving God, loving people.